You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our uh, next guest and topic of today. In the next uh, ten minutes or so, we're talking about great ways to shoot home movies with filmmaker Joanna Bowers, and she's also the founder of Cheeky Monkey Productions. Welcome back on the program, Joanna. It's great to see you. How are you doing? I'm not so bad. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here again. It's been a while. It has certainly been, I think, about three years. I want to say maybe a bit longer. Yeah, I, think, I think it was just when the Helper documentary was going into cinemas. I think that was the last time that we were out. I think we were out maybe with the, some of the team from Pathfinders. That's right. Yes, excellent memory. You know, just as you were talking, I was like, oh, we are on Facebook Live as well, and I didn't manage to pan the camera, but it's all good now. Um, if you'd like to see Joanna on our Facebook stream as well, please feel free to go there. Our Facebook page is Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three. Um, so first of all, congratulations on the launch of Cheeky Monkey Productions. This is something a bit different. Um, so- well, this is actually Cheeky Monkey Kids, this one. Cheeky Monkey Productions is my original production oh, I see. company. So this is the kids, <laughs> ver- of course, um, for shooting home movies uh, with our children. <laughs> so let's dive uh, straight in then, since uh, you are a, a renowned award-winning filmmaker. So how can we, do, do we actually need to invest in really expensive equipment to make a good quality uh, home movies? Absolutely not. I mean, honestly, the cameras that we have on our smartphones these days are fantastic. Um, you know, I've got a DSLR camera that I sort of in the beginning, you know, I use it for work. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'll use it all the time to shoot great quality uh, footage of my daughter. You don't pick it up because when you're a busy mom, when you're working, and when you've got a crazy household with kids and all kinds of stuff going on, it takes time to do that and so what works so much better is if you've got a you know your smartphone and you just grab it and you just you know film whenever something happens because I think I think that's the beauty the the best moments that you capture of your kids are always spontaneous exactly and you and by the time you get the 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 DSLR camera you might actually miss that special moment whereas if you've got your phone handy it's always so easy to just get your phone and snap them at, at the right time having said that not all phones are sort of created equal there are some phones which are better should we be using a filter on on some of these uh, you know to, to create better lighting or what other tips do you have to be uh, honest like the main thing with with phones is don't hold it up portrait mode you want to hold your phone horizontal um just because you're capturing so much if you do it portrait mode when you play it back later on like on a television or something you're going to have these massive black bars and you're missing capturing so much like that's my number one thing that i tell parents flip it around if you can remember i mean i've constantly got videos that start off like that and then i go yes <laughs> I think I've done that b- before as well. And you're right. When you then watch it and upload it, you get those sort of uh, black sides um, on, on either side. And there's just uh, so much that's missed. Yeah, you're, you're just missing out on so much, you know, and you can and you can still capture this, you know, the full height of the kid or whatever. You just take a little bit of a step back. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number one tip. Um, I guess number two tip is. Sort of try not to move your phone around too much. You know, it's it's really really hard. It kind of gives you motion sickness if there's if it's you know swinging around too much because the you know the phone's also quite small. Any little movement is going to translate as feeling quite big on camera. So if you can make, try as possible to hold it as sort of as still and as steady as humanly possible, that's also really helpful. That's really helpful. So I'm I'm a radio girl. I'm an audio girl. How, part of part of telling a good story is also what you capture on the video, but also the audio. 
So, in terms of audio, sometimes when you're holding the camera, you know, you tr- you want to try and hold it still. You may cover the mic or something, and actually that muffles the sound. I mean, what tips do you have in, in terms of how I to mean, hold it you know, properly? Try to not have your fingers over the end. I think that's generally the, the way. Because, well, you get you get to know your own phone, and obviously on different models and different brands, the microphones and things are in different places. Um, but yeah, if you can sort of hold it on the edges, be cognizant of, you know, also if you've got it inside a case, if that affects anything. Um, um, yeah, as well because sometimes people have those thicker protective cases but actually that might interfere with the uh, audio yes exactly yeah so you you just sort of you know but you, I, I feel like you get used to that like when you when you get a new phone you start shooting stuff you watch it back like watch watching what you shoot back is is, is always a great way you know because sometimes even uh, you know how something might look on a monitor on, on, on the on the screen on your phone and maybe it plays back slightly differently um you know and, and even sometimes looking at on a bigger screen later is a good idea because you know you, you'll see it in a lot more detail once it once it's up on a bigger screen yeah and is less more does this apply for filmmaking as well sometimes when I watch home movies of friends I've sent and they've edited it they're they're using multiple camera angles and it gets quite busy I mean what's your take on that yeah I mean for the like I'm a professional filmmaker right it's what I do right so yes we go for multiple angles and complicated shots I think for filming your kids yeah less is more um you know trying to stay steady trying to have them in good light that's always a big thing like you know don't be backlit sort of trying to trying to film or take any photos with a a window behind for example means that everything in front is just shadows it's just darkness uh which can be great if you're trying to be artistic um and get a silhouette (laughs) (laughs) but otherwise you're going to miss expressions on little faces and and you really don't want that yeah Uh, you know sometimes when i'm uh, making home movies I, i i i picture how it should look like but then the reality is always different to to what it actually comes out to be should we be planning our for example i mean we can't plan what happens what what our kids say those are more spontaneous but when you're shooting for something like a birthday party or something something that an event that's going to happen you know should you have certain frames that you should include like the cake um or anything <laughs> I, I don't know yeah you know, diff- i mean I, I feel like the win for the birthday party is you want the that that shot you know you want to have you know you're going to be busy with the birthday cake mom and dad are going to be with the birthday cake with the kids and and you always want to have that video of the you know the family the immediate family blowing out the birthday candle so you always want to find a friend give them your phone and just have them primed and ready to shoot that you know sort of maybe say hey could you go over there because it'll look nice like this um i think those are the main ones kind of shots that you can plan for the rest is mostly just you want to get the spontaneous moments yeah exactly and those are sometimes often the best shots as well and when you capture those golden nuggets unexpected funny things that children say funny things that people do and i think um nowadays with i mean 2020 has just been such a strange year from the pandemic and people working from home, uh, children being at school learning. I think there are a lot more uh, uh, time being spent between parents and their children. But also what needs to be said is some families can't be reunited. Um, Sometimes, you know, big occasions get missed, such as maybe birthday parties or weddings. People can't really be traveling overseas. So there are more sort of more of a demand for people to be capturing these all important moments on video. Have you been finding that 
as well, Joanna. Absolutely. I mean, that's actually why I started Cheeky Monkey Kids as kind of a, a side uh, department of Cheeky Monkey Productions because I had all these friends saying, oh my goodness, my kids won't have seen their grandparents for six months, eight months. Wow. Some of them, it's even coming up towards 12 months now. And, you know, when they're little kids, they change so much and it's hard to get little kids you know on a zoom or on a facetime to pay attention when they just want to be off and playing um and so you know for families on the opposite side of the world um I'd initially started doing it for Jemima. Um, every year I would cut together a sort of a, a special birthday video um, of all the clips that we edited through the year. You're and the and best it, mom. Uh, imagine when she grows <laughs> up, all these wonderful films that you've made. I mean, it is what I do. Um, <laughs> but then um, a few of my friends had said, oh, my gosh, can you do that for us? And at first I was a little bit reluctant, to be honest, because I was like, oh, maybe maybe everybody doesn't you know maybe I shoot better because I'm a professional maybe everybody and so I said to a couple of friends you know give me some footage let me have a try and I was so chuffed um with how it worked out like you know uh, with the with the footing footage you know as sort of professional editors we can cut into things we can slow things down you know as long as we've got about 50 clips we can make the most amazing sort of one or two minute little birthday video and the coolest thing is everyone is so different yes. you know little kids have such different personalities and when you're chopping into sort of the highlights of 50 clips it becomes so evident these little personalities kind of shine through it's really fun yeah in terms of footage length i mean you mentioned just now 50 clips but how long should each of these clips be when we're thinking about home videos i mean how long should a home video really actually be for specific events as well Honestly, it really doesn't matter. You just shoot what you shoot. Like, you know, I, I, I always don't even need to be thinking ahead other than holding your cam your phone horizontally. Um, because like I said, you know, we've even, I've even used um, on iPhones, they have this photography mode called live, which I oh, think yeah. takes, you know, like three seconds. Some of those have been fantastic. I found, you know, from my first year with Jemima, we had hundreds of those because my phone was on this live mode that I didn't know about. And I ended up using them. And, and I've seen the same from loads of parents, um, you know, because sometimes maybe there is a photo moment, right? And you just want to snap a photo rather than being there and capturing a whole video. But the awesome thing is that we've got so much tech at our fingertips now. You know, the, the thing the thing to me as a mum was I was kind of like, oh, it's such a shame. We all shoot all this video. And then oftentimes it just... It gets left there. there. Yeah, exactly. It just gets left on your phone and you'll watch it every now and again. But it's so nice to actually have an actual film to then see all these different defining moments of, of our children's childhood. And you're right, they change so quickly. I, I don't know if you feel that when you look back at videos of Jemima, I, I feel like that with Guppy. Whenever I look at her videos, I think, gosh, how was this, you know, two years ago? It just feels like yesterday. And they just change so much so quickly. And that's the thing they do say, don't they? With little kids, you know, you you can kind of like wish the time away, away, you know, like potty training or whatever, you know, when you're in the thick of it. Um, you know, I know from some of the footage that I've got and some of the photos of the really early days with Jemima, I'm like, I don't even remember, you know, like that. Because you come in this new mum kind of fog Haze. and and all of those things and so yeah you know it's incredible having this stuff like that's my that's my other piece of advice I say to parents like just don't forget to capture this stuff um you know because we all do have great memories and we do have photos but it just having video footage really brings it to life 
Exactly. I, I don't know. Um, as, as kids grow older, they also want to be a part of that process of picking up the film and filming themselves. Um, I know Guppy likes to do that. I'm, I'm not sure. If, I'm sure Jemima sees you filming her and she wants to do that as well. What are some simple ways we can communicate to our children to let them be the filmmaker to, you know, OK, right. If you want to make a film, you know, um, how can we help them uh, capture moments? I think, I think kids have got an amazing command of tech now, you know, with so many kids around the world now doing homeschooling. Um, I mean, for Jemima, with uh, she's working on an online program called Seesaw. And every day with her homework, you know, we're either taking photos of things or we're capturing assignments on, on video and stuff like that. So I just feel like this is something that, is, you know, they just must have skills. And, you know, our children are very tech enabled, you know. I think there's definitely uh, it, it, it's lovely talking to them about story. You know, it's it's wonderful to them, to them. You know, if we're making up a movie, what's the beginning? What's the middle and the end? You know, what's going to happen? Um, but, you know, but then sometimes it's also like my daughter loves to just sort of line up all of her uh, unicorn soft toys um, at a birthday party. And then she's got her own little camera and she films them so, and, and so she does the clever. movement in the camera. <laughs> She does the sound. She sings happy birthday. That's wonderful. Um, finally, I did want to ask uh, one last question. I had it noted down. In terms of background, you mentioned just now the lighting is very important. What about the background? Um, sometimes you want something that's uh, not so busy. Will that be distracting from what's actually happening? Um, of course, when you're filming something that's happening spontaneously, you can't have control. But if you do have a sort of a more planned uh, event, like a birthday party or whatever it, it may be, um, what about the background? Should it be uh, more simple? Yeah, sure. Sometimes clean is better. Uh, you, one of the worst things is white walls. Just <laughs> yeah. too much white wall is never like. See, I'm, I've got brown wall. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, this is a fake You've got background. Yes. House. I would show yeah. you the actual background, but it's it's quite, it's it's grey. It's a grey door behind me. It looks rather <laughs> dodgy. There you go. Exactly. That's why you've got. That's why you've got a background in. Yeah. But yeah, you know, um, clean backgrounds can often be nice. But also, you know, if you've got a birthday party, balloons are nice. You know, something something that w when we see the shot, if you know, if you are going to just see the shot for a few seconds, that you know, balloons, birthday cake, those kind of things immediately read. Oh yeah we're at a birthday party. Exactly. And what are some of the challenges, uh, you know, sometimes as a filmmaker and parents give you their videos, sorting out the different, I mean, you must get so many clips, sorting it out. How do you then, you know, be able to tell that story through all the clips that they give you? Do you ask them to submit it to you with a chronological order or is it just whatever? Yeah. Well, when, when we import the clips in, um, the wonderful thing again about the smartphones is that they've all got sort of date stamps and time stamps on them, you know, in embedded into the video file so that's great so we can just kind of pull them in um into our editing software um you know and in, into chronological order then oh, you know just as 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 a as a filmmaker we're kind of trained we you know we cut on move we cut between clips on movement um you know you're looking particularly with little kids you're looking for the first smiles the first giggles um you know that you can sort of feel what those action moments are they're quite instinctive um you know amazing shots for us always that we love to include are like the first steps you know that toddle and sometimes we speed those up like you know there's nothing cuter than the unshaky <laughs> yes. steps the end the end in a boom, little bump up um 
yeah, like I, I guess I guess that's the kind of those are the magic moments. You know, connection between parents is lovely. You know, that first smile at a mom. Um, we, I, another shot I always love is the older sibling holding the little sibling. Yeah, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and but sometimes I must admit, sometimes these moments are lost because you don't actually think to pick up the camera to capture it. I mean, how it's it's actually quite important to to live the moment, but also to sometimes have that camera at hand or phone at hand so you're able to capture these moments ultimately. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, I have to say, like, occasionally we'll come back from doing something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Oops, I was having so much fun. We didn't take any photos or any video. And that's okay as well, because you live in, in, in the moment and that, that, um, that memory is cherished forever as well. Exactly. That's just life, isn't it? Exactly. Joanna, remind our listeners once again, how can we find out a little bit more about Cheeky Monkey uh, Kids Productions? Because I tagged you on Facebook. I was so excited to, to tag you on Facebook, but I must have just tagged the Cheeky Monkey's that's production. Okay. They're, sim- they're similar names. <laughs> And they're related uh, somewhat. Uh, This is the kids uh, faction. Remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and your work? And if we want uh, to to find out more about uh, uh, Cheeky uh, Monkeys Kids Production, where can we go to? Yeah, so our website is the best place, uh, www.cheekymonkeykids.com. Um, and so you can see all of our stuff there. But we're also, we're on Instagram at Cheeky Monkey Kids. Um, we're on Facebook. At, I think we're Cheeky Monkey Kids Films on Facebook. Um, or if you just search Cheeky Monkey Kids Hong Kong, like that, that should sort of send you our way. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Joanna. And I look forward to catching up another time. Thank you very much indeed for your time. You're so welcome. Lovely seeing you. Lovely to see you. Bye for now. Bye.